Hi, welcome to The Zone podcast. I'm Paula Benetton. For this episode, we are going all the way to the south of New Zealand's South Island, home of dramatic landscapes, colonies of albatross, sea lions, and penguins, and the home of Linair Johnston, our guest for today's show. Linair is an international LinkedIn authority, expert, writer, and coach. She helps people not only to create compelling LinkedIn profiles and content, but also to see and experience LinkedIn as this wonderful platform to build authentic relationships and trust. She's the author of Linkability and the co-author of Business Gold. And she's an amazing experimental gardener. So get ready, listen up, and I hope you enjoy our conversation as much as I did. Hi, Linair. Welcome to The Zone podcast. Thank you, Paula. Pleasure to be with you today. So, Linair, you have been working in communications for a long time, from radio broadcasting to editing magazines to writing, marketing content and books to podcasting and to, I imagine, like a lot of things in between. And one thing that I found out is actually being the first female DJ at the pirate radio station, Radio Hariki. Hariki, absolutely, yes. That was when I was very young, I have to say. I was a newsreader and an announcer, so that was the start of my broadcasting career way back in the good old days when there were private radio stations in New Zealand. So, uh, yeah, it was a really good introduction to broadcasting, and I find that the skills that I learned when I was working in radio has stood me in very good stead over the years since. I can imagine. So what has, first of all, like attract you to this field and what are the skills evolved with you from when you started to where you're at now? I think that one of the major things that has been true my entire life is I've always written. And so whether that was writing for radio, writing a book, writing for um, websites, and now for LinkedIn, I've always written. And so I went to journalism school when I first left high school and learning the skills there that you need, I think, to be a good journalist were really important. But one of the things that I have found that's really helped me a lot in my life is learning how to ask questions. Mm. Now today I'm on the receiving end of being asked questions, <laughs> but often I'm the one who's asking questions. I hope and I can so do a good job. <laughs> one of the things, great things about being a journalist is that you can ask questions of people that you wouldn't normally be able to ask, even if you don't know much about the topic at all. So I really enjoy talking with people from lots of different walks of life and asking them all kinds of curly questions and hearing what they have to say about what it is they do and what they, why they love what they do. Wow. And what has been like one of those questions that you've asked that led you to the most interesting, unexpected path that you can really remember? Well, I've interviewed an awful lot of really interesting people in my life, from people who worked in the car industry, people in the beauty industry, people who have been politicians and owned really good businesses, people who have been Olympians. So there's been a huge variety of people. So no two person gets asked the, asked the same question because you need to tailor your 
questions to every different person and their background. And also, I think that you need to respond to people and how they respond to you. Some people are quite standoffish. Some people are really warm and open and friendly and invite uh, questions. And so those kind of people, you can ask more personal questions, mm. uh, you know, in terms of some of the setbacks that you might have had and the things that you've learned from the mistakes that you've made. That's always a really good question. What mistakes have you made in your life and what have you learned from them that you have taken into your new role or into um, a new endeavor? And it's amazing the different things that people have learned over their lives because I think that it's important to be a lifelong learner. And exactly. if you can ask people questions, yeah, and learn from what people tell you, then I think that that's really important. I couldn't agree more. So with that, Linair, what is the biggest mistake that you've made and how has that shaped where you are at with your career today as like a LinkedIn authority and expert and coach? I think probably the biggest mistake that I've made was not learning that I'm better working with smaller organizations. I'm not a corporate person mm -hmm. and I prefer to work with smaller organizations that are more agile, that can make changes quickly, that can take on board new ideas, whereas bigger organizations find that much more difficult. And I like to move qu quickly, learn new things and put those into practice when whatever I'm doing. And so I think that perhaps in those occasions when I've worked for bigger organizations, that's probably been the least productive time of my life, I would say. Mm, that's a good learning, self-awareness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And Linair, what has attracted you to LinkedIn in particular? And I've seen you talk that, you know, LinkedIn goes way beyond just like an online CV board. What does LinkedIn mean to you and what is the potential that you see in it? To me, Paula, LinkedIn is a way to be able to develop relationships with people I would never normally otherwise get to meet. You and I are um, from different countries on opposite sides of the world right now, and we wouldn't normally have an opportunity to meet in person, but we can do that um, via LinkedIn, via Zoom, or via Teams, whatever it might happen to be. We can talk uh, now one-to-one -one with people anywhere in the world. And LinkedIn, with its 850 million members makes that possible. Now, what I love about LinkedIn is that there's a groundswell of people who want to share. They want to develop relationships. They want to give. They come as their authentic selves and they just really want to get to know other people and they want to help Paula. And that's one of the things that attracted me to LinkedIn was this ability to be able to help people because I really like to be able to make sure that people understand that, as you say, LinkedIn is no longer just a resume site. It really is a forum for all kinds of opportunities. And it's been that way for me and I know a lot of other people as well. So relationships, I think, is the main thing that has attracted me to LinkedIn. Mm. And why do you think it's key for business professionals to actually be there, be active and see it in a different light? I hope you've got three hours for this because this is a very good <laughs> What? Luckily um, we do. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think that LinkedIn offers amazing opportunities to uh, business professionals in all kinds of ways. First of all, and what's most important to a lot of people is that it's an excellent way to be able to bring in business. So you can develop relationships with potential clients or, and bring in leads that way and also then go on to make sales. I think, though, that it has a lot more to offer than that. I think that we can do that in a number of ways, but a lot of people who like to be seen as experts in their field, as thought leaders or even influencers, and LinkedIn allows them to do that through the medium of its publishing platform. So that's posting videos or articles or holding events, all of those kind of things mean that people can reach an audience. And there's no longer a barrier to that Paula. Um, in the old days, you had to have a big company and a lot of money and lots of resources to be able to reach a wide audience. But you don't have to do that anymore. LinkedIn enables you to reach out to all kinds of people and to be able to learn, to be able to share, be able to develop those relationships, open the door to opportunities. And as I say, meet uh, people you wouldn't otherwise do. Now, you asked me why business professionals should be on LinkedIn. And that's because LinkedIn is the world's leading business social media platform. There is nothing else like it. Nothing even comes close. And so if you want to be taken seriously, you need to be on LinkedIn. Now, if you think about this for a moment, if somebody Googles your name, one of the first three search results that comes up is your LinkedIn profile. If yours doesn't look great, well, then you're not going to impress anybody. But if yours looks terrific, then someone's going to say, oh, this person looks interesting. I think I'll have a bit of a read about them and find out more about them. So it's just become much greater than it was initially. It keeps LinkedIn keeps adding new features, making changes. Uh, every morning I wake up and there's something new just about. And so those changes are moving LinkedIn towards its stated aim of becoming the Amazon of the B2B marketplace. And very soon, small businesses, and well, not even necessarily just small businesses, businesses will be able to do business with each other directly on the platform. And I think that that's very exciting. I can feel this excitement coming all the way from New Zealand <laughs> to my, house, my home in London. <laughs> so if you're not on LinkedIn, I hope you got convinced because there's so much passion here. And Linair, and one thing that you've mentioned is those barriers. And I understand that there's no barriers in terms of publishing barriers. However, as humans, it's very natural that we have our own internal barriers. And I feel that you are a natural communicator. I, that's my experience of you. So for people who don't really know how to communicate, how to start, like they are on LinkedIn, but they are quiet. What are the tips that you have to actually start developing that muscle? inside them. And that happens a lot. People are introverts and they do find it pretty challenging to put themselves out there on LinkedIn. So I fully understand that. And I was like that too. You may not believe this when I first <laughs> got onto LinkedIn. I really wasn't terribly confident about doing a great deal either. So here's my main tip for dealing with that is that you start engaging with and commenting on other people's posts. Now that's a reasonably low key, low risk way of getting 
getting in front of people, starting to use the platform so you become more comfortable with it. Because if you feel comfortable with something, you're more likely to go there and be part of it. So if you start to write comments on other people's material or posts, then that really helps people to get to know you too, particularly if you're sharing your opinion, your ideas, uh, or you extend what somebody has written, you've got something new to add or additional to add, then that helps people see you as the expert or as the go-to person in your field. And then you start to build that traction as being an expert um, or as knowledgeable in your field. So that's my uh, suggestion. And it's really easy to do is just engage on other people's posts. Mm, that's, that's really good. Thank you. What I notice is I think there's a lot of people who love that space that you mentioned around becoming an influencer, uh, becoming a thought leader and really like becoming the expert and sharing the knowledge that they have. But also I often talk to people and it's like, oh, it's like people showing off again. You know, like it's this space for I don't really want to, you know, sell myself. How can people see themselves in a different light rather than, oh, I need to be there because I need to sell myself? I think it's partly confidence and I think it's partly an understanding that this is the world we live in mm -hmm. and personal branding, which is what we're effectively talking about, is something that we all have to do. Now, we all have a personal brand and if you aren't on LinkedIn in any great way, you have a minimal profile, then that is your personal brand mm -hmm. and that's what people are thinking about you. I don't see LinkedIn as showing off. I see LinkedIn mm -hmm. as being a way to be able to communicate uh, your ideas uh, and being able to develop those relationships. Now, while I'm a great fan of posting and I do a lot of it myself, uh, that's not the only way that you can communicate on LinkedIn. You can also direct message people and build relationships that way. And I'm also a fan of this because it goes on quietly behind the scenes <laughs> and people who are open to it will respond. Now, I'm not talking about spamming people or trying to sell to people. I'm talking about having an honest conversation with someone about what's going on in their business life or in their own personal lives. And I hear stories all the time from people I've never met who are brand new connections, who are having a difficult time of it for some reason or another, usually multiple of reasons. And so the fact that they have someone who doesn't know them, who's got no judgment, um, who's got no skin in the game, who can listen to them and say, well, that you know, I'm really terribly sorry to hear about that and be sympathetic and empathetic with them, mm. I think really can help people to get through some difficult times. Now, I'm you know, not trying to say that I do that all the time, but when someone's open to that or open to communicating, uh, direct messaging is a really good way to do it because people generally access their own LinkedIn accounts. People who have emails often get the emails will go into spam folders, junk <laughs> folders, or they might have a gatekeeper so you don't they don't get the email. Whereas on LinkedIn, when you're direct messaging someone, it's highly likely that if someone responds, it's the actual person that you're communicating with and not someone else pretending to be them. So direct messaging is another tactic that you can use if you're not really confident about putting yourself out there. But I do suggest that people think mm. about that because this is their professional brand and how they're being judged in the professional world. And if you want to get ahead in your mm. life, in your business life, meet your business objectives or goals, get um, great jobs, you need to mm. be on LinkedIn and do it really well. Yeah. I love what you said about we all have our personal brand and professional brand working on it actively or not so we have a choice we can either yeah. 
actively build it and shape it in a way that is true and authentic to us or it's mm -hmm. going to be left to be perceived as it is. Yeah, yeah. And I think that because the world works in the way that it does, we have to be aware of the way things are done and what is expected of us. Now, you can tell by looking at me, although other people can't see this, um, that I'm not a young person, right? I have been working for quite a long time. And so I've seen a lot of change in my life, but it's been very important to me that I keep up with technology, that I try new things and I don't mm. get left behind. I don't want to be the kind of person that can't access services online because I didn't learn how to use them. It's not been easy. And I think the older you are, the harder it is. But if you don't want to be left behind as an older person, you really have to get to grips with that. Now, you're not necessarily just talking about older people. You're talking about people generally who might have an aversion to being seen online. And I think that that's a really difficult one mm. to, to get over. Uh, clearly, that's not a problem. I I have Paula, um, but I know that some people do. I think that it's something that you have to work away at quietly mm. and just build up that confidence over a period of time. I don't think it's necessarily easy for some people. So little and often on LinkedIn is what I would recommend about that. Mm. And Lynette, I just want to, to acknowledge you because like what I really see in you and appreciate about you is this constant like growth mindset that you have and this such a passionate energy and if and I see your post on LinkedIn and it feels like oh look a new discovery and it feels like this energy of like of a, a child yeah, a, to a toddler like <laughs> discovering the world I do believe that it's all about the mindset and how we take care of ourselves in that journey too yeah yeah I have to rein myself in with those posts because I do get enthusiastic um, and it might even be I sometimes get carried away. So I do try to, to yeah, yeah. To, to stamp it down a bit, a little bit on LinkedIn to, uh, to get the message across. So Lynette, so when you're not on LinkedIn, what are you doing to get yourself in the zone to look after yourself and to remain young? I'm a gardener. Mm. I absolutely love my garden. And so if I'm not on LinkedIn, I'm in my garden. It really is as simple as that. I grow all kinds of really interesting plants and I'm again, I'm a learner when it comes to gardening as well. So I love trees and flowers and natives and herbs and vegetables, you name it. And I'm always trying something different. And when we moved to the house that we're now in, I built hugel beds. Now, hugel beds are not a thing that most people understand, but they are a an Austrian way of being able to use wood and trees that you might have lying around your property as raised beds in your garden. And so you grow things in them and they De they decompose over 15 or 20 years and it's a great way to be organic and not get have to get rid of any kind of trees wood that you might cut down on your property so yeah that so again I do weird and wonderful things in my garden <laughs> as well as on LinkedIn <laughs> <laughs> that's fascinating and what do you love about gardening and what is the connection between that and what to do professionally. There is no connection, and that's what I really like about it. It's completely separate, and I can just get away from LinkedIn and the computer screen, and I just get out there, get my hands dirty, and start pulling up weeds or redeveloping gardens, planting plants, all of those kind of things. I love propagating as well. And so there is no connection, and that's why I like it, but I like to be out in, the, in nature. I love to hear the birds' song. I just love 
love the feeling of seeing something grow mm. from a stick and turning into a fabulous plant with loads of beautiful flowers. There's just something around that I find absolutely magical. And I can't explain why mm. um, that really does appeal to me so much, except that both my parents were gardeners, so were my, was my grandmother. I think it's in my genes, mm. Paula. That's amazing. And I think for me, that's a beautiful connection, seeing someone's post on LinkedIn or someone's profile and confidence to slowly grow in an authentic way. I think that's a really, it could be a connection. <laughs> it could be a connection, absolutely. You know, I'm, I'm, because I've been a journalist for so long, I can connect just about anything to anything else. From time to time, I've written about gardening on LinkedIn. And when I was doing an experiment yesterday, I used a photo from my garden um, on LinkedIn just to see how it works. So from time to time, Paula, um, there is a, a bit of a crossover uh, from yeah. gardening to LinkedIn. Yeah. Hey, Lynette, yeah. thank you so much for being here in the show. I could stay for three hours talking to you about gardening, <laughs> LinkedIn, and anything else in between. But I know it's late in New Zealand, so I appreciate you being here. It is <laughs> my pleasure, my absolute pleasure. How can people find you, connect with you? The best thing is LinkedIn, and it's the simplest thing. <laughs> I thought it would be email. <laughs> <laughs> if you can spell my name correctly, then you can find me on LinkedIn. I'm uh, just about everywhere. Or you can just Google my name, really, and I should pop up everywhere there as well. So uh, one of the good things about having an unusual name is that you do tend to stand out. So there aren't terribly many other Lineas uh, doing what I do and no other Lineas doing what I do on uh, LinkedIn. So if somebody wants to find me, <laughs> they can find me on LinkedIn really easily. Well, we'll make sure we write your name correctly on the podcast. <laughs> so Lynette, what would you like to leave everyone with a, with a takeaway or like a learning? Anything you else you want to say to feel complete? Sure. So I'll just fill the rest of the three hours up with something <laughs> about LinkedIn, shall I? Um, so the, the main thing I want people to um, go away from listening to this podcast with Paula is the fact that no matter what it is that you want from your professional world, and whether you're a business owner or you're an employee or you're a consultant, have your own business, whatever it might happen to be, you can use LinkedIn to help you get where you want to go. It can help anybody professionally to be able to achieve their long-term business aims. So don't ignore it. Don't think it's uh, not for me or that you don't want to try it because all your competitors will be there. People who are looking for the same jobs as you are will be on LinkedIn. And you, if you get there you'll be able and do it well, you'll be able to develop relationships with people who become your friends. And I think that that's probably the most important thing is that you can make the most wonderful friendships um, with other people on LinkedIn simply by just showing up consistently, regularly, and well. So my takeaway is please go to LinkedIn and use it well. I love that. Lynette, thank you so much for being here today. It's been my absolute pleasure. Thank you for inviting me, Paula. Could you feel this energy? Linaire's excitement and passion will get me going the whole day. <laughs> I love this idea of seeing LinkedIn as a space for authentic human connections, sharing learnings and helping others to grow. From now on, I'll definitely treat my LinkedIn as this wonderful garden where beautiful relationships can flourish from. How about you? What are you taking away? 
If you'd like to learn more, get hold of Linnea's books. They're a great, insightful read with clear, actionable steps. And if you'd like some help to understand yourself better, what is really important to you, and what contribution you want to bring to this world, then get in touch with us. On LinkedIn, you can find me as Paula Benetton or The Zone as The Zone Global. Thanks for being with us here today and ciao for now.